0: Hello, everyone. This is Stephen Strang, and welcome to my God, Trump, and the 2020 election podcast for Monday, September 14th. It's only 50 days away from the most important election of our lifetime, and I have been uh, interviewing different Christian leaders about what's at stake in this election. You know, there's a lot at stake in every election, but it seems with how divided our country is and how far left the Democrats have gone, where they're even taking away our religious freedoms. We're seeing this with the whole COVID-19 pandemic, and some of the governors and mayors are a little too eager to consider churches non-essential. And, uh, you know, there's so many issues we could talk about it, but one of them that I dealt with in my book by the same title as a podcast was the relationship between Black Americans, Donald Trump, and also the Democratic Party. And I have as my guest today, a new friend who I feel like he's an old friend because Bishop George Bloomer is the one who brought us together. And also, I have a long-standing relationship with the Church of God in Christ going back many, many years. And my guest today is Bishop Patrick Wooden, the pastor of the Upper Room Church of God in Christ in Raleigh, North Carolina. And just uh, earlier this week, He was a guest on Daystar and did such a great job. I said, I need to get him on my podcast because of some of the issues that you talked about. So let me, first of all, welcome you to my podcast. You agreed to it on very short notice. Thank you very much. And I'm eager to get the word out. And you have a perspective about kind of what's going on in the African-American community, which, you know, maybe we can talk about it for, but because Lincoln— the Republicans were the party of Lincoln, and Lincoln was a great emancipator. For decades, every single freed slave and then their descendants were Republicans, but that shifted about 50 or 60 years ago. And, you know, is there a shift beginning to go the other direction? Maybe we can talk about it. So (laughs) thank you for being on my podcast, and uh, I'll just let you take it away. You're the expert.
1: Well, thank you for having me. Uh, I'm honored and I I thank the Lord for you and the work that you do, uh, Stephen, and I appreciate this opportunity to just just speak to this issue. And I, I do see a shift taking place in the African American community. I know this, that the Antichrist is as much A political figure as he is a religious figure and so the church has no choice but to be involved in politics Uh, as I begin to speak out and and talk about these things people would ask me why are are you in politics and I told them well I'm, I'm really not in politics but when you read the Bible and you study and you see the spirit of Antichrist and you see what politicians are doing and how that they have invaded the church then we must speak up and, and stand on the word of the Lord. You just mentioned in your opening how churches were uh, closed and were deemed uh, non essential. One of the things that I took personal, it personally offended me when the governor of our state, Governor Roy Cooper, uh, placed the church on the non essential list. How dare the church of all places, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, be deemed uh, non-essential. Not only that, but we—and,
0: of course, as Christians, the Word of God is the supreme law, not the Constitution. But in America, we have freedom of religion in the First Amendment. There is—Home Depot has no constitutional Mm -hmm. right to be open. Liquor stores and abortion clinics, which in many states were open, have no right to be open. Same thing right. with gambling casinos, but the church, mm-hmm. you know, our constitutional rights do not go away just when there's a national emergency.
1: Amen. You're right. And, and they these are express rights. Uh, the so-called constitutional right for a woman to choose to kill her baby, number one is uh, abortion is not in the Constitution. It is an implied made-up right at best, but to practice our religion, is an express right in the very First Amendment. So uh, we we took offense to that, and thank the Lord. Uh, we have been back in our church uh, with the live services, as well as we have a Facebook Live and YouTube Live presence for 15 weeks, and the Lord has done for us what he said to King Asa he would do. He has showed himself strong on our behalf. Now, with regard to the uh, uh, the election and the, the the positions that the Democrat Party has has taken, there is a shifting going on, and I think it's a greater shift than people are admitting to, because as you know, there's a price to be paid in America in general, but there's a heavy price to be paid in the African-American community if you dare come out and say that you support President Trump or you support um, the Republican uh, candidate, whomever they may be. But especially with President Trump, because this president uh, has been targeted. I sent someone pictures today of the president when he was in the White House, surrounded by A sea of African Americans, and who they were were leaders and presidents of HBCUs all over the country as they were there when the president gave the HBCUs historical funding so that the historical black colleges and universities can continue and they don't have to come back to Washington every year with a hat in hand uh, begging for crumbs. Now this is what this president has done and there's so many other things I actually wrote uh, a part of an op-ed when the president was working on the First Step Act that has freed about 3,000, given about 3,000 people who were in prison a second chance at life. Uh, The things that this man has done for uh, our country and for the African American community has been unequal by any president, Democrat nor Republican, uh, in my lifetime. I think, with regard to the morals of the of the uh, the Democrat Party, the endorsement of and the support for abortion, same sex marriage, and uh, the LBGT uh, 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 community, uh, transgenderism, and all that, I think that many of Christians and we're, since we're talking about African Americans in particular, their eyes are coming open. I showed on uh, on at our church on a tape of Kamala Harris I want to pronounce her name right correctly uh, performing a same sex marriage well well I have I got so many responses from that because not many people knew that that's where she stood and not to mention her record on when she was a uh, the DA there in uh, in California and how how many uh, black uh, brothers she she just locked up and so as people see this and, and they see a person standing there performing a same-sex marriage, and these are individuals who are spirit-filled, it, it becomes a challenge. How do you, a spirit-filled person vote for and support someone, and, 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 and Stephen, I'm not talking personality, temperament, tone, uh, attitude, I'm talking policy, and and this is the way I come at this, from a political, from a policy position. How do you pray in one direction but vote in another? You, You can't pray, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, and then vote someone in office who is promoting everything from a policy legal standpoint that is antithetical to the will of God. A double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways, and um, I think that more and more uh, African Americans are realizing, uh, with this election and even in the elections to come, the the, the choices could not be more. Um, they couldn't be more separate. You, you look at the divide that is going on, and by the way, I prophesied uh, about. Uh, 10 or 15 years ago, that that was a divide coming in the body of Christ. And the divide will be along the lines of those who believe the Bible to be the written, inerrant, holy word of God and, and the Bible as it is versus those who do not. And I think that we are seeing uh, this divide uh, played out because you almost now, politicians are when you, when you read their policies, they're almost asking you to choose me, choose the, the Democrat Party platform, choose us over God. Now, I know that God is not a Republican. And by the way, I don't mind admitting I am a registered, independent, a non-affiliate. God is not a Republican. Neither is God a Democrat. But here's the thing. There's only one major party, though, who seemed to be doing uh, working hard to get rid of God and to get away from God, and that's the Republican Party. Only only one party voted to take God out of its platform. The Republican Party did that. No, 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 no. I think the,
0: you mean the Democrats did that.
1: Yeah, Yes, I'm so sorry. The Democrats, thank you, thank you, the Democrats did that, and if you remember that vote that took place back in Charlotte, North Carolina, Uh, God, by the voice vote and the volume, God didn't win that vote. I even went to a radio station where the vote was played on professional equipment. Those who screened to keep God out of the party, had greater volume than those who uh, screamed uh, to put God back into the party, God and Jerusalem, into the Democrat Party platform when they were, I think it was in 2012, when they were in um,
0: Oh, I remember Charlotte. that. It was, they played it on TV again yes, and sir. again and again. But, you know, I'm yes, so sir. glad uh, to hear you saying this. Of course, I agree, and I have written about this over my entire career— my listeners know because I admit it that I was a Democrat for over 20 years, I uh, be- partly because in the South back in that era, at least in the state of Florida where I live, most of the elections were decided in the Democratic primary and you could only vote in the primary if you were a registered Democrat. But also that was long before the LGBT community agenda right and and literally uh i i registered to vote the first day i was old enough to and this was a couple of years before roe v wade so that wasn't even an issue Mm -hmm. the big issue Mm -hmm. back in that era was the vietnam war which most people of my generation opposed and also civil rights and but i switched over because of the the abortion issue in the 1990s and uh but i'm no friend of the republican party they're part of the problem as far as i'm concerned but in our right. in our system it comes down to there's an election and there's two names on the ballot and yes. one of those two people is going to be elected one way or the other and mm-hmm. here in the state of Florida one of my very best friends is in the in the state house as a republican and I need to vote for him in the primary or I would do the <laughs> same thing that you did and registered as no party affiliation just you know to make a statement but when it comes down to uh, voting for Donald Trump or not. You know, I've written several books on Donald Trump. He is not perfect. Nobody's perfect. But God has always used right. imperfect leaders. And it's just interesting to me. In fact, uh, Bishop Harry Jackson and I talked about this on a on another podcast, which people can look up if they're interested. We talked about the fact that when he was a, uh, just known as a TV celebrity and a New York billionaire and, and for many years he was a Democrat, he was never called a racist by anybody. Never. And if somebody's yeah. a racist, uh, they're racist lifelong. I mean, I'm sorry, this is not just something that, that happens. Right. But it's like right. the Democrats call him that, and then, and then pe- some people just believe it. And nobody wants to vote for a racist, of course. But right. I don't think that he is a racist. And you know, if anything, you need to look at some of the policies that Joe Biden did. You know, they he was one of the ba- one of the few things he ever got into law in his long time in Washington was this. Um, law that you referred to earlier that was passed in Bill Clinton's yeah. administration where Right, the crime bill. The crime yeah. bill Biden
1: crime bill. Mm-hmm. That's
0: right. Now he's trying to distance himself from that. And of course his running mate has that has a long history uh, as a DA in and Los Angeles, the same thing. But somehow they get a free pass. But then Donald Trump, who has done all these things, I mean the Democrats promise, 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 promise. You know that Obama promised a lot of stuff, but I don't Mm -hmm. think that he moved the needle very much for the African-American community the eight years he was in office. And now Donald Trump, you know, and, and, you know, in a way, if if the black community is going to battle Donald Trump and criticize him and call him a racist and everything else, I mean, why would he want to do anything to curry their favor? I mean, in a way, you I mean, I don't think it would have been right, but almost that he would back off from that. But yet he has gone out of his way. You remember Kim yes, Kardashian man. brought that yes, lady. Yes. I heard her mm-hmm. speech. It was magnificent. And, of course, yes, there sir. are many stories like that as well. And then he did not have to help the historical black colleges and universities. He didn't have to. He could He could have just spent he his time not. worrying about North Korea or the wall down by Mexico or, you know— brexit or anything else that's going on but yet he called those people into his office and he figured out that they were having to come as you said so well hat in Mm -hmm. hand i don't think Mm -hmm. they came demanding that he they just came like they did every year and he figured out that they were having to come back again and again and again and he was the one initiated and he doesn't seem to get any credit for that it's like people hear about it and and they it's like they don't care
1: well, I tell you, not only does he not get credit, I think that historical black colleges and universities should be ashamed of how they have treated this tremendous gesture, this 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 act of goodwill. That should have been shouted on the mountaintops, if you will. Commercials should have been made of showing appreciation to the president for that, because that is that is huge. When President Obama was the president, he raided the uh, Historical Black Colleges and Universities Fund. He took 85 million dollars from them, and I think of the 85 million. Before he left office, he gave 35 million or so back. So now, if you think that that's a good deal then there's something wrong with you one of the things that I'm praying that will happen and I, it is happening with, I see it happen to me and others is that we become as as a as a people more politically savvy one of the reasons I fight so against abortion is that abortion keeps our numbers small and and the, the, the blueprint that God gave Israel When they were in Babylon in Jeremiah chapter twenty-nine, because chapter twenty-nine contains more than I know the thoughts that I think toward you. The Lord told them to survive. He said you got to marry. He said build houses, get jobs, get married, uh, love the uh, uh, pray for that nation. And among things, Stephen, he said and multiply that your numbers uh be not diminished he said to multiply now when you look at what abortion is doing to us lb uh, the the homosexual agenda you don't get babies from that uh, is doing to us it is hurting our multiplication you gotta wonder why and i've said this everywhere we've only accounted for 11 to 12 percent of the population all, all of my life, I'm 59 years old, and ever since I was old enough to keep up with these things, we have been 11% of the population. The Hispanics have surpassed us, and because we vote, and this has been an argument of mine for years, because we vote 99% of the time one way. The big loser has been the African-American community. Most, and there are exceptions, but in most cases, when people see that an individual is married, that tells the suitor or the would-be suitor to move on to someone who's available. All right. Well, when 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 a people have a ring on their finger that says, I'm a Democrat, I vote for Democrats no matter what. Well, it says to the Democrat Party, who is a terrible husband, by the way, or a terrible wife, do nothing for these people, because in politics, if you're going to vote for someone no matter what, That moves you to the bottom of the line. If you don't hold them accountable, if they have your vote, uh, regardless, then they're going to, you'll be last. On the other hand, the other party has no reason to be concerned about you or to take seriously your concerns because they know that you're not going to vote for them. Anyhow, I'm praying and I've worked for years that there be a 20% a 30% defection of African Americans from the Democrat Party, this will alert both parties that this group of people, along with the rest of America and other Americans, whether you're Asian, Indian, Hispanic, uh, uh, it will say to us that these people's votes are up for grabs also. So if they're uh, in the marketplace, and if there's a possibility that they will support me, then you know what? That that gives me reasons to be concerned about their causes. What makes Donald Trump such a fascinating and unique figure is Trump went to the community, asked for our vote. He, he you know, the way he worried it, I wouldn't have, he, he asked, what do you have to lose? Uh, he, he asked, you know, he posed the question Trump style. And what, one thing he had. Yeah, done, he, he used he a word delivered. that my
0: mama would have washed my mouth out with soap if <laughs> yeah. I'd used. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, but it's becoming too common in our culture.
1: But he, but he delivered.
0: Yeah, he did deliver.
1: Yeah. He delivered. And you know what? For that delivery, for that delivery, if uh, we're wise in our thinking, and we're thinking. Uh, this is my opinion. We're thinking on what's best for us as a group of people within the country. We're all Americans, but we we know we know we know real time what the game is. Everyone wants uh, a, a better opportunity. It's always better when it comes to politics that you are sought after, that you are Uh, accorded that you are chased but if they know that they they're not going to get your vote they just move on and so that means when one party if if the Democrat party uh, is out of power then in many cases the whole African American community is out of power but not the whole Asian community not the whole Hispanic community not the entire white community because you can be white and be Democrat Republican Asian the same is true Hispanic and the same is true and other groups and no one questions your your authenticity no one says you ain't Asian you're not Hispanic but when it comes to the black community uh, we've had to contend with this foolishness so I'm hoping for the good of The race for the good of the community. It made me feel great when I watched the the Democrat Party uh, convention. When and then I watched the Republican Party convention. And and Stephen, you know what? I enjoyed being courted. I enjoyed both parties contending for our vote. But that's that's because of Donald Trump. So I'm hoping that our people will say, you know what? It's it's a good feeling. Uh, to to not be treated as uh, an invisible group in the country, or as a group whose vote is taken for granted, and and you know make the politician earn the vote, and then hold him or her accountable. Hold them accountable. If they if they don't deliver, then the next time around. Uh, consider their opponent and and go a different way, but but don't support them no matter what. You know we're Democrats because we're told to be Democrats. So I was told that, and I was told that in church over and over and over. But as I grew, and uh, and became a man and began to think for myself, it was actually in college, and, and I began to pay attention. And I tell you who 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 touched my heart. It was a uh, President Reagan, and uh, President Reagan made me feel good about being an american the the shining the city shining city on the hill and the way he talked Rich about which is it. out of the bible yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah you're right See? and so those things uh, they, they they matter and i think that in this uh, election cycle uh, i say to my brothers and sisters and, and Stephen Strange, I, I said this the other day, I'm not a black guy who's trying to be a white guy. I'm not a male who's trying to be a female. I'm not a person who's trying to be a hybrid. I am who I am. I do not argue with my maker. The Bible says, woe be unto the man who argues with his maker, who strives with his maker. So I don't have problems like that. I'm I'm who I am, God made me uh, uh, African American or black, whatever you choose to call me, and I think that God got it right the first time, and I know you feel the same way about the way the Lord made you. I wanna say to the African Americans who are listening, let's be wise with our vote. We had to fight for it, we got it. Now that we have the vote, let's vote for the politician. Who delivers? Pay no attention to mainly MSNBC and CNN and these people who report at least 98% of the time. Well, I'm thinking about 110, but I'll say 98% of the time. (laughs) Negative things on the president. And they constantly, you know, you got Don Lemon and others who say, well, this man is a racist and it's just a fact and that's it. So I guess Don is God, and he's the authority on who is or isn't a racist. And this is the same guy, by the way, who said that Jesus Christ wasn't perfect. And, and I tell you what, you'll never be able to report a news story to me after saying something like that about uh, uh, my, my Lord and my Savior. And so uh, I pray that people will do their homework, will go beyond what is reported in the news. We'll check out this man because in terms of policy, in terms of policy, in terms of policy, Donald Trump's policies shows that he has been the most pro-black US president in my lifetime, in terms of policy. Now if we want to have a podcast and discuss some of his rougher areas and areas where you and I and others are praying for him, that God would, would touch him and that God would save him and that God would, would work on these areas. But he reminds me of Jephthah. And the things that, 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 that make him effective are the, are the areas also where we're praying that God would help him in. But I tell you what, you know, Jephthah brothers, they got rid of him. After Gilead died, you know, his mom was a holler. They had no use for him. But that man grew up and fought his way up. And when they needed a warrior, when, when they needed a warrior, they went and got him. Now, uh, like Trump, he said, hey, I- I'll deliver you, but what's in it for me? <laughs> you know, you're going to you're gonna have to promote me. <laughs> Listen, America... I think that our standing in the world, contrary to what some of these liberal uh, slanted broadcasters say, I think our standing in the world today is better than it has been in years because other world leaders... Know that they have a president who is going to put America first. He's not like Herbert Walker Bush was talking about a one world order. He's not like uh, uh, President Obama was talking, you know, he's he's a citizen of the world, a global leader. No, who we have in office right now is the president of the United States of America. And he puts America first. And other countries can't just get over on us as they have before. He put he's he put the Chinese in check. He's put the Russians in check. He is uh, protecting our borders. As an African American, I see every day what has happened to jobs that African American males used to have that have been taken away by. Cheap labor as uh, illegals flood the country that 's not a good thing for minorities that's not a good thing for the nation so would I look at what uh, uh, this man is doing and and i 'll just say this and 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 let it go I feel from a, from a, from strictly a spiritual standpoint he is the one whom God has raised up just as God raised up men like Nebuchadnezzar last time I checked i don 't think he uh, ever became a, a a loyal follower of Yahweh. Uh, Cyrus, uh, I don't think Cyrus ever went to the temple at Jerusalem, but he did uh, set uh, Israel free to go back and, and and funded them as they rebuilt the temple. And you know when God chose uh, Nebuchadnezzar, uh, Habakkuk, he he began to argue with God and and cite all of of Nebuchadnezzar's uh, shortcomings. And the Lord said to him, look, man, you better write the vision that I've given you and make it plain that he that readeth may run, because I'm not going to change my my mind on this. And by the way, I agree with you. The spirit that is in him is not upright, but the just shall live by faith. I agree with those who may try to point out some of the things about uh, this president. But let me tell you, we've never had... A stronger man to stand between uh, the church and 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 our religious freedoms and uh, he got uh, overturned the Johnson amendment and uh, the the agenda of the world what they want to do which would uh, would cause portions of the Bible if the Equality Act was passed would possibly cause portions of the Bible to be outlawed as hate speech I'm too old to have to relearn pronouns. I, you know, when I see, you know, when I see a man, I thank he. <laughs> when I see a girl, I thank her, you know. Uh, when I see a dog, I may thank it. <laughs> but, but we've got to relearn all of this stuff. Look, we need to have the president. Uh, we need to have him. He needs to win. We need four more years. For eight years, our nation sprinted, was in a full sprint to the left. They knew that they had it won. They didn't see this dark horse coming. I shudder to think where we would be as a nation had Hillary won. That would have been 12 years of just running to the left. I believe that God raised up Donald Trump and put him in office. And the sprint to the left came to a screeching halt.
0: And that's one of the reasons they oppose him so much is they they were just yes. winning for You know, not just the last eight years, but really uh, going all the way back to the 1960s, the left has mainly been getting their way at the expense of, you know, other freedom-loving Americans, but particularly Christians, where we have been losing our rights and also been marginalized by the culture uh, in Mm -hmm. ways that, uh, you know, are not helpful to promoting the gospel And uh, this has been such an interesting conversation. We could talk for probably hours. It sounded like I was getting little bits and pieces of preaching there from the Upper Room Church of God in Christ. I'm going to have to visit sometime when I'm up there.
1: Yes, sir. Well, we look forward to having you to come. Having you come, thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.
0: Well, it was great, and I hope that my listeners will share this far and wide. And uh, before we wrap up, I want to remind people that they can go to my website, stevestrangbooks.com. It's my name, Steve Strang, and then the word book with an S on it, books. And you can get to different books that I've written about Donald Trump. I just try to remind people. I'm trying to get out the word about this election coming up. But I also want people to be able to uh, connect with Bishop Wooden. So would you tell us how people can connect with you?
1: Yes, you can go to upperroomgospel.org. UpperRoomGospel.org. That's our uh, website. You can reach our church there. Or, and people have taken me up on it. If you ever feel the desire to call us, you can call us at area code 919-829-6160. That's the Upper Room Church of God in Christ in Raleigh, North Carolina. UpperRoomGospel.org. You can reach us there. Thank you sir well,
0: I'll just uh, close by saying that I love the Church of God in Christ, stood yes, for holiness it's put out some of the best preachers in America and some of the best music uh, I used yes, I've been to Holy Convocation uh, numerous times and always enjoyed uh, the music. Uh, they would have uh, concerts way up until midnight as I recall and um, yes sir.
1: So, and some start at midnight. Do they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's just a great
0: experience and so much yes, love and going all the way back to Bishop Mason and, and influenced yes, the whole culture. And so thank God for you and your ministry and, and what you shared today. And thank you to my listeners thank for you, listening sir. to my God, Trump, the 2020 election. As we count down the days, only 50 days, until November 3rd, the most important election of our lifetime. Tune in again tomorrow.